5: And good morning. This is Computer Talk. I am Eric. And I'm Bob. Bob, Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs here at TAB, and he helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out. I do want to say one thing. Um, I did hear on the morning show, uh, back on Wednesday, I think, Ray and Brian uh, had a guest on talking about Governor Lamont's new proposal to make broadband Internet more accessible to Connecticut residents. Um, and... You know, on the face of it, that sounds great. Um, there's a few things that he's going to try to change so that uh, it'll be easier for competition to come into Connecticut. Now, being a cynic of government that I am, we'll see what happens with this. A lot of it has to do with Pura and the requirements uh, and the limitations and the weird uh, roadblocks that are put in place to keep um, – Competitors out or off our poles. You know, I've talked about pole neutrality, uh, kind of jokingly. But the issue is access to our poles um, and access to our underground conduits, which I really should have rem- continued to uh, talk about as well. Because if you can't have access to those poles and conduits, you can't add additional fiber service um, to this to the folks of of Connecticut. I mean, internet in twenty twenty one should be as abundant as there are garbage collection services in Southington. Uh, literally in my neighborhood, there are probably five different pickups from different companies in Southington and they all pick up garbage, you know? And, and garbage is ubiquitous, right? We all got garbage. We should all have the same problem with internet. I should have so many internet choices. They should all be fighting over my my uh, ability to pay them for internet service. But no, I got two, two poor choices. <laughs> uh, the third one's coming in with Go Net Speed. But they'll never get to my conduits. So I'm barely going to get any access to it myself. And that's not good. Um, it sh- there shouldn't be any roadblocks. So I want to, I want to praise the governor if this is truly something he's going to do. Sometimes the government just kind of says it and that's all that's necessary. <laughs> hey, I'm saying it. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of roadblocks, but let's hope, um, let's hope that this really does come to fruition and we can reduce the, the ridiculous barriers to access to the polls that uh, even Pura is helping to block. I mean, there are municipalities who want to put up municipal internet, which I would contend is not necessarily as good as a private company, but even Pura was happy to block that too, make it difficult for those municipalities to have access to their municipal gain is what it's called. It's about a foot on the pole uh, that they uh, set aside and, and they've said, sorry, you can't have access to your 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 pole space, even though it was set aside so you could have access to your pole space. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Um, but let's see if our governor really is going to do this. Um, Adding competition really is the solution make it easier to build build the fiber. It, running, running wires, we're pretty good at that, right? I mean, we've got it down to a science.
1: Well, you know. shouldn't be hard. Yeah, well, you got to have a politician in the way. Yeah.
5: So I want to praise the governor if this is the case and if it really, really happens. Wonderful. Um, so let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Mark in Bristol next. Let's go, Mark.
4: Hi, guys. Uh, I'm up to 42 questions. Is that okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
4: Uh, just kidding. I oh, oh, by the way, speaking of the governor, while I was on hold, I did a little bit of research, and I found that it's been getting cold for at least 200 years in the winter. I'm still working on it. Though. <laughs> Uh-oh,
1: we gotta, we got to <laughs> raise taxes because of climate change. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
4: well, that's what I was going to say. It may be climate change. Who knows? but it's been at least 200 yeah. seconds.
5: I mean, it's, it's a new day every day. When I heard he was surprised by it, I was like, hmm,
4: okay. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> um, now, the reason I'm calling, just quickly, I called you guys last week. I had that failed SD card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you recommended uh, Photo Rescue. Yeah, did it work? Oh, uh, it was wonderful. Downloaded an eval copy, free, yeah. and it, it would show you if you did have it, which I did, and paid the $29 only. And within 15 minutes, I had about 500 photos back.
5: Wonderful. So you're sure back out of, you're out of the uh, out of the uh, doghouse, as it were,
4: huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of documents, too, that I didn't have backed up. So uh, I want to thank you guys for that suggestion. And I was about to just break the, uh, the card in a vice. Yep. Yep. You
5: know? All right. Well, good. good. I'm, good. I'm glad it worked for you, Mark. Good news.
4: Okay. Thanks so much, guys.
5: All right. Take you're care. welcome. Bye-bye. It's good news that we did now yeah, it's nice to hear that some of the advice we give is helpful another happy customer <laughs> yes we, oh, we gotta forget, remember to get his credit card next time uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go on to uh joe in farmington next What's going? on? i'm sorry jim jim in farmington hey jim good morning guys morning.
2: my question is around um webcams and mm. i'm looking to purchase a new one so I'm, I'm trying to understand and i just want to make sure i'm heading in the right direction so I know, like many of us, we're all working from home. Uh, I happen to use WebEx. My company uses WebEx and Microsoft Teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see a lot of people on there that are using their webcam that's integrated with their laptop. And the quality is, well, it's not that great. So, And I do presentations. And um, what I'm looking to see is I, I, I have uh, a webcam that's old. It's like three to five years old. It just says Microsoft HD on it. Mm -hmm. It has a microphone in it, which I don't use. I just use the webcam. But it's nice because, you you know, you plug it in USB. You can move it around and angle it. But, you know, I see a lot of 4K, a lot of higher quality, better um, uh, webcams available on the market. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I'm not sure about, what I'm hoping you can help me with is, is it really worth the money to upgrade to that level? Like, is it typical that you would see a difference from HD to either 4K or anything like that on a WebEx or an MS Teams? And if so, is that dependent on my um, Internet connection or, like, what the company is allowing to be passed through? All right, That's yeah, really- good
5: question. So if if you look at our, um, our uh, Facebook Live, I'm using a 4K like a $2,000 camera, right? This is a crazy camera we've just had here at TAB forever. It's a 4K okay. camera, and it's going through the Facebook Live, but it's being processed by a tool that's that's capturing the video. And it's really only going to be sent out at, if I'm, uh, for you guys, you'll be thankful, hopefully less than 1080p, uh, right? You, you don't want to see Bob and I in high definition, I don't think. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, Maybe our wives do, but even that's questionable. question. I
1: don't want to that. see me in low definition. <laughs> yeah, right.
5: So basically, as you process the signal through these different technologies, just because your camera can do it doesn't mean it's going to be sent out in that high definition. So I would contend you don't need any kind of 4K this or that for a Zoom call. Um, you know, Logitech, as far as I'm concerned, is the leader of good quality webcams. And okay. I would tell you to not spend too much money um, I think you could probably get a good one for less than $100. The issue is now COVID. Everybody is needing a webcam, and right. so trying to get one is difficult. Um I've had a really old crappy one that's starting to fail that I've had here for probably 15 years. It looks really, again, for a geek on, on Zoom, looks fine. Um, it really did, comes down to what you're trying to do. But high definition and all that data it gets it gets um throttled I would contend by the software and by the servers they are not interested in sending a 4k video of you um through their server that's a pretty big file
1: yeah yeah i'm looking yeah. at these uh, webcams uh, ranging from $40 to uh well basically an up yeah but you don't need all that high def cuz you know you're going to be restricted somewhere along the line right
2: yeah, I look at Logitech, and I did see a few. Um, you know, obviously the push is 4K, and you're right. And that's where I was thinking, well, it's kind of like everything else. It's, if I have a 4K TV, that's great. But if the signal's not coming in in 4K, it doesn't really matter. And, and I right. thought, it was it dependent on my Internet uh, and what I'm able to connect to or, because I'm working from home versus in the office, or is it what they use? But it's everything. I think for so it's all combined. Yeah. I think a couple hundred dollars maybe for, you know, like less than 200, I think I should get a good high quality. Would you agree with that?
5: You will um, get a really high quality camera, but again, I don't think you need to spend that kind of money.
1: Yeah, I got a, oh, okay. I'm using a Logitech that probably costs around 60 or 70, 80 bucks and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's clear as a bell.
5: Right, and he's not wearing his glasses when he's looking at it. but that's a- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am now. <laughs> I'm so I appreciate all right.
2: how you put everything in uh, easy terms, so thank you.
5: You're welcome, Bob. The um, I'm sorry, Jim. Uh, the <laughs> issue, too, with uh, the, the actual broadcast speeds is if you have a really slow Internet connection and you try to broadcast a Netflix video, let's say, at 4K, you can see the pixelization as the caching starts to build in your streaming device, right, because it's trying to get all that data and cache it up.
1: Well, I've noticed on Netflix yeah. that when it seems like there's not enough bandwidth on the, on the neighborhood, I know I got enough. Oh, boy. But I, it, it automatically decreases the uh, resolution.
5: But if you've got enough, then it's your streamer device that's doing it. Right. That's what's causing your issue. So good luck, Jim.
2: Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate
5: it. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, bye bye. Let's go on to Bob in East Hartford. What's going on, Bob?
0: Good morning, guys. Say, uh, in past programs, uh, you've alerted us that the, there's a possibility of hackers getting into our car computers.
6: Oh, yeah.
0: And that has a, a me concerned, because every once in a while, uh, my uh, there's a safety message that comes up that uh, takes up the entire screen. And, uh, for instance, I have one right now about keeping your eyes on the road and... and uh, not taking your eyes and to uh, to work on the computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only way that you can make that message disappear is by hitting okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, if you hit okay...
5: You're taking the eyes off the road.
0: <laughs> well, no, not that. It's, oh. uh, am I introducing a hacker, possibly? Oh, no, That's no. my concern.
5: No, uh, you're not. um <laughs> But I like the the more funny part of it. You're taking your eyes off the road to hit okay.
0: Um, True.
5: But um, so, yes, there's going to be more car hacking that's going to occur. Tesla is uh, really battling it. Um, and uh, we have a CNET article we can put up here uh, talking about the fact that, it, it, again, medical devices, cars, all of our devices are becoming computers, right? And unfortunately, IT geeks never think of security first. They think of, how can I make it work first? And they figure out how I can more easily make it work so that you can pretty much do nothing to make it work. And then they think about security once they find their car has been hacked and is, you know, having issues with its wiper blades or whatever they've connected to the computer. Um, So the key key is that you have, you know, you should look at some of the, the types of cars that are out there that are having this issue. If your car is just one that's, you know, maybe a 2016, 2015 vintage
0: it's That's 2019.
5: Oh, okay, yeah. So you got a lot more technology in it than, than most. Um, you would want to do some research on the possibility of the software you have being hacked. The other issue, too, is you, the people working on the cars, right? They can introduce backdoors or technologies. I mean, who knows where these hacks are going to come from? Are they going to come from inside or outside?
0: Well, just to give you an example, uh, this message that I have, <laughs> even though you turn the car off uh-huh. and start it the next day, the message is still there. It's n- it never disappears. It's, in fact, I've, 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 I've been testing it, and it's been there for a, a week and a half now.
5: Okay, so you have an issue like my wife and I have on our, our Honda minivan, where every now and again, you have to reboot the, the system, and the, and the car won't even fully turn off. Because the OS on the uh, minivan is kind of all screwed up. Um, it sounds like you have an issue with your your car system. And you may have to bring it to the dealer and have them look at why it's stuck in that message. Um, or maybe it's just forcing you to hit that okay button. Well, have that, you touched it? I
0: believe that's, that's my understanding is if I hit okay, it'll go away.
5: Hit okay. You I have hit my, hit my permission. Okay, I could be
0: introducing a hacker. No, no, no. Oh, Bob,
5: you, uh, we've got you too scared about computers. I'm sorry. If, it's, if we are any part of that, um, please hit okay. It's okay to hit okay.
0: Oh, it is okay. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey oh, guys, I listen to you guys. Every I know every, that's what and, I'm worried uh, about. I listen to your every word here. You guys do a great job.
5: Thank you, but I hope we haven't frightened you about computers too much to the point that you won't hit okay on your own car That's what I'm worried about. I feel bad about that if we have Okay, um, but you're, o- you're okay to hit okay. We give Thank you permission. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Bob. Goodbye guys. Bye-bye We're gonna step out for a quick break and uh, Contemplate our lives. We'll be right back. This is computer talk And we're all back this is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock, and uh, everything we've talked about has been posted live. I do have a roadshow article that I posted for per Bob's call there. Is it okay to hit okay? <laughs> Poor Bob. Uh, a new study shows just how bad vehicle hacking has gotten, and this is a, a new study put out in 2019, so you can read about automotive cyber hack security studies. Um, it's going to be a bigger problem. Um, hopefully car safety will improve as we all have – as 5G network becomes a real thing um, and we're all able to connect as packets on the on the highway where my car knows where your car is. I was on vacation in Florida just recently and I got sideswiped by a woman who literally merged into my lane. I was just minding my own business, going straight, and she went right into, right into me like I, I'm driving a big van. You didn't see me? Clearly she was on her phone. Um, But if the car was smart enough to know my car was there, it wouldn't have allowed her to do it. And that's the promise of 5G, I hope, someday. Um, We'll see. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Lewis in uh, East – Lewis and Morris, sorry. (laughs) Hey, Lewis, are you there? Good
7: morning, guys. Morning. I love your show, First Time Caller. Oh, thanks. And uh, I have a little bit of a dilemma. I sent you a detailed email. Uh Uh-oh don't know whether you got it or not but here's the story
4: yeah
7: i'm building a new pc water cool pc with the asus uh, prime 500 motherboard and the ryzen uh compute the processor Mm -hmm. working out fantastic unfortunately uh, i am locked into windows 10 with that motherboard it will not accept anything else Okay. I have tried and tried to put Windows 7 on it. I love 7. It's simple, just like I am. Yeah. Now, I've been using uh, Windows Mail since the days of Vista,
0: mm-hmm.
7: and I love it. And when Windows 7 came along, we found a way of just copying the Windows Mail folder from the Vista program files and put it into the Windows 7, and it worked fine. hmm now, going into Windows 10, I thought, well, let me try it. No. I tried all these different email programs. They're really, I just, I don't like them. Sure. Now, in Windows 10, they still have a Windows Mail folder. There was only a couple of files on there. So I took the folder from Windows 7, put it on my uh, thumb drive, and all the files were there, including Winmail.exe. Mm-hmm. I put the thumb drive into the Windows 10 process uh, uh, machine, and the Win, win Mail EXE disappears. <laughs> I can carry all the folders from the thumb drive into the folder on Windows 10 that says Windows Mail, but I can't get the EXE. Right now, I have changed uh, to show hidden files. Mm-hmm. I still can't get it.
5: It won't work, anyways. I don't think even if you get it over there. Um, just because you want to run an old program doesn't mean Microsoft's going to let you. I know. Um, so the old days of being able to move programs in that fashion pretty much ended with like XP <laughs> uh, where you could just copy the program folder and have it exist and then run the XE and have it go. There's a lot of DLLs, dynamic link libraries that are built into the operating system that are going to allow or disallow. Uh, programs to work. And, uh, a Vista-based mail program, <laughs> um, is not gonna live very well in a 10, uh, environment, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Well,
7: it's worth a try.
5: Uh, sure, yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You're building your own water-cooled processor-based system. You try anything you want. Um, but I don't think it'll work.
1: There are other mail applications that you can download and use if you want. Yeah. Besides, uh, Windows Mail.
7: Oh, I can't hear you. I'm sorry.
1: There are other applications you can download and purchase or for free that you can use in in lieu of, uh, you know, uh, Windows Windows Mail.
7: mail. I I have tried them. Um, I tried the uh, uh, Mozilla Thunderbird. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little bit too complicated. I couldn't even get my old contacts over to it. Um, I did download the 2012 version of Essentials, and Mm -hmm. it still works on Windows 10.
4: Hey, good for you, yeah. Uh,
7: yeah, and in that is Windows Live Mail. Now, that's the closest that I can get to the, the Windows Mail that I like in the past. Mm-hmm. But for some odd reason, I cannot export my uh, messages or contacts.
5: Yeah, again, they may not be compatible or impa- uh, compatible to be ingested.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs>
3: there's yeah. A ton.
5: So you're going to have to either conform. No. <laughs> ah well, as the song goes, subdivisions. You're going to be dealing with the old, old mail or no mail. But I hear you, uh, Lewis. I appreciate your problem. Okay, not much, well, not much you can do.
7: Uh, okay, I will. Uh, I, I've tried a lot. I'm even willing to pay for a uh, uh, a good email program, but I can't really find any any suggestions.
5: Outlook. Outlook would be the one I would recommend as the best, most professional, most. It's well done.
7: What is the name of it?
5: Outlook. Microsoft Outlook.
7: Oh, I'll look. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's on the uh, essentials.
5: Then you're good to, good to go. Use that.
7: Okay, I'll try that. All right. Hey, Liz. Guys, thank you very much. I love your program.
5: Thank you. Thank you for calling. Have we'll be right day. back. Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye. And we'll take it we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, that that tune is uh, Subdivision's Conformer Be Cast Out. The last caller was talking about being forced to run Windows 10. And Mike G., the guy who posts everything for us live while we're doing this show, uh, had a good point I didn't think of. And thank you, Mike, for bringing it up. He could virtualize his Windows 7. So if that caller, uh, I think it was Lewis, right? Uh, Lewis from Morris. if that If that caller is smart enough to build his own machine, which he seems to be able to do the next step would be to try to put a virtualized version of Windows 7 on Windows 10 so you can run Windows 10 and create a virtual area of that operating system where you load Windows 7 not saying everything's gonna work you know some things may not work Um, but it's a way to try if you really really want to see if you can stick it to the man (laughs) Windows 10 and say I want to run Windows 7 Um, You might be able to do it using a virtual instance uh, on top of that Windows 10 operating system. So thank Mike G for bringing that up uh, very much so. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Ben and Meriden next. What's going on, Ben?
3: You there, Ben? Hello. Hello. Yep. What's up? Well, um, my question is on uh, wireless routers. Yeah. I noticed that um, some of the new ones now are doing AX, and even some of them have... um, uh, built-in security like uh, Trend Micro, or, or and uh, some of them have a VPN. Mm-hmm. I just wanted uh, your thoughts on that because I was uh, trying to upgrade my router so I have a little bit more parental control and be able to keep um, my kids out of trouble and when they're not b- behaving, kind of shut them down.
5: I love it I love it very much I don't know that I would I'd care too much about the built- in um antivirus uh components I wouldn't really mess with that I'd be more focused on the quality of the broadcast you know how good of a wireless router is it um and even the speeds you don't need that much speed to stream um you don't need that much speed to do to a whole thing you're gonna and you're gonna hardwire things that you really need performance out of you know if you want a good gaming experience you're going to try to hardwire that gaming console to so it gets the fastest connection anyways so yeah. I would just tell you to focus on you know is it good at uh managing wireless connections is it going to give you a nice uh, dedicated stream of wireless signal which is that mimo technology um, is it a good mesh system so if you added additional access points will it seamlessly mesh with your with your uh, wireless router those are the things I would have you focus on not this the trend or any of that, any of that junk they throw in there um, and make sure you configure OpenDNS so along with the ability to control your routers configuration so that you can block certain devices like you know little Timmy's phone gets turned off whenever you push a button which is really cool right you can do it by MAC address um, giving you that power you want to also control the what they go to and you can do it really well with open dns rather than having your firewall try to be the traffic cop which can be slow because it's got to manage all those packets a lot of businesses try to do this too in our client base and we've obviously fixed them and they don't do that when our on our client base when that router is trying to be the traffic cop uh, of of controlling web filtering it just slows down your bandwidth now it slows down the performance of your router and if you can put it off if you can put it outside the router using open dns and have that proxy outside your router be the control um, you're going to get all your bandwidth. Does that make sense? Okay. And don't buy too much bandwidth. Make sure you keep that in mind.
3: Yeah, no, I uh, I also have Cox, so I'm uh, dealing with that whole uh, going over.
5: Data that cap. Yeah. It's expensive, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like an electric yeah. bill in Connecticut.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I did go to that... Uh, uh, what was it? Open net or GoNet? Oh, you went. You moved over yeah. to GoNet Speed. Well, no, I. It's not available, so oh. you got to just sign up, and hopefully, you get enough people in the area to sign up, and then I guess they will show up.
5: Yep. Tell Which your friends. Problem. Tell your neighbors.
3: Yeah, I guess that's the only thing I can do. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So you recommend the uh, what is it? The Wi-Fi. Five or the six or you know, there, the, there screen, are new it doesn't yeah, really the, matter. It doesn't
5: really matter that much. I mean five G you know, it's it's good for higher speed connections really close by when you're really near the device, but the two point four gigahertz uh band is plenty of bandwidth for most streaming that you're gonna do. Um it's better for distance anyways. Um there is a six gen that's coming out, I've I've read. Uh you know, again, if the device is got, is going to focus on good quality wireless broadcast, it's good to be more future future prone, right? So if you're looking more forward, as you change out your phones and your devices, they could take advantage of that that sixth yep. technology, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I would say, you know, try to find yourself in a couple hundred dollar price range for a good quality router, and don't worry about the the security tools they quote unquote throw in there. Just worry about how good of a router it can be. Versus, you know, antivirus stuff. You can should do all that outside of the router.
3: So I guess my last question would be: uh, Is there any that you recommend?
5: Uh, yeah, we've we've linked. Uh, we put some links out there for Linksys. Um, those are good routers. Uh, Asus makes some good routers. Uh, be careful looking online for these router comparisons. I mean, I've even seen recently, like trusted places. I'm looking for like a. Virus software comparisons, and they 're starting to recommend Kaspersky again and all this kind of stuff and it 's like who 's paying them to recommend a Russian antivirus to put on your on your system i mean i 'm nothing against russians they 're fine, but i don 't want a Russian company protecting my system um, so I'm really got you got to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. I' tell you to do some research uh and look around as far as what other folks are recommending for best routers at the time i'm I've got a link system that I'm very happy with so far. It's got its own issues and we've posted it a few times um but that one's a, like a three hundred dollar router that I got through committee pretty easily somehow I don't know how I did it, but she approved and uh you know you may not need that type of router. Depends okay. how big your home is, how much area you have to cover. You know, how many square yeah, feet?
3: I think it's around 1,200. It's a raised ranch, so it's not a lot.
5: Oh, you're fine I then, got, yeah. You can get. Yeah, puppy.
3: I got two the computer and the uh, Xbox hardwired for the kids, so yep. they got their speed there for their gaming. Good job. Just, you know, on the far side, having, you know, the wife watching the, the fire stick.
5: Right. Not so good at, sometimes with that, right?
3: Um, I haven't really heard her complain too much. Okay.
5: Oh, so you can get away with a much less expensive router because you don't need to broadcast that far in that square, f- in that amount of square feet.
3: Yeah. No, I'm. I'm more looking because uh, I did buy a Netgear, um, not that long ago, and it had uh you know, the app. But then they went to the newer app for the newer, uh, I guess, the Nighthawks, and it kind of uh, removed my ability to do parental control.
5: Don't I mean? This is again planned obsolescence, forced obsolescence. And that's again why you why you you tell the router companies to pound sand and say, "I'm going to do my parental control with OpenDNS outside your router." Right. Yeah. So they damaged your ability to do what you used to be able to do by updating the iOS. I mean, that's that's awful. You know why are they taking away that technology? On you, you had it, it worked. They broke it. <laughs> You know? Yeah, pretty much. That's not cool, and that's why you 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 take you, you need to segment these things so that you still have power where they can't mess with it. You know, you put it on OpenDNS. Now you can do all the parental control. You can't do the MAC address technology that I, I alluded to, but at least you can tell your kids they can't go to the inappropriate sites.
3: Yeah. righty. thank you. All
5: right, Ben. Good luck. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, in this is a day and age of access to the internet,
1: uh, I forget the guy's name earlier caller about the virtual machines
5: yeah lewis from morris
1: so i found a, uh, a link how yep. he can uh, install a virtual windows 7 machine using hyper-v because most of the other uh links have a third party software okay you know like VirtualBox, something like that
2: yep
5: but so we've given you an opportunity thanks to mike g coming up with that idea um very good we're going to step out for a quick break get back to more of your calls uh we're here till 11 we'll be right back And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tap. Thank you guys for joining us on this chilly Saturday morning in uh, late January. Um, and let's get to your calls. We're going to go to our resident groupie, Danny, next. What's going on, Danny?
6: Hey, guys. Listen, a couple of weeks ago I mounted that SD card, and Bob looked up on how to transfer uh, my photos and things that I wanted to move over to increase my uh, space. Yeah, And I could never find it in the archive, could he, uh, the link. Can you put that up again, Bob?
1: Yeah, if I can find it. Oh,
6: okay. Well, if you can't find it, then don't put it up. <laughs> yeah,
5: he'll do his best.
6: Hey yeah. listen, um, yeah. real quick, you know, um Mr. Musk is having trouble with the new uh with the new administration. Uh what kind of trouble is he having? Well, he's had they had the starship sitting on the on the pad ready to launch mm-hmm. the last two days in a row and could not get FAA approval for the the safety for the to launch uh, through the in the uh, what they call the range, which is that box that has to go up through, mm-hmm. uh, with, for aircraft. Yeah. And for unexplained reasons, he just they wouldn't give him clearance.
5: Well, he did say take the red pill, didn't he? He what? He did say take the red pill, didn't
4: he?
6: He did. <laughs> and then uh, they, they, Justice Department's got a case against SpaceX in California uh-uh. for hiring practices because they. Didn't hire somebody that was not a U.S. citizen. Oh boy! Even though they have a lot of non-citizens working for him, for some yeah. reason, other they decided to sue him uh, on this case, and the FA and the um, F- uh, the FCC is reviewing his licenses for his orbits. Oh boy! For the Starlinks. Yeah. Because uh, you know, Mr. Bezos, who happens to be very friendly with. Mr. Biden, yeah,
5: the blue pill, as it were,
6: and and um, he is going to put up a bunch of satellites eventually. He thinks, Mm. but by the time he does, Musk is going to have three or four thousand up, and so you know it would uh, sort of negate his plans. Mm. So they're 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 cracking the whip on him already.
5: Hey man, live by the government, die by the government. I mean, he's taking a lot of subsidies, and that his government overlords are saying, you know what, Mr. Musk, <laughs> I want to start messing with you now.
6: You know, uh, and, and some people are getting two thousand megabits on the uh, on the Starlink for the download for their download speeds.
5: That's pretty darn quick.
6: Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, Danny. Thanks Appreciate for the update. We can find that.
5: We will. So yeah, Mr. Musk is. Uh, having to deal with a new administration. What are you going to do? He also was involved with this whole GameStop thing. He just did a little quick tweet. I think he said GameStunk or something like that, just to add more fuel to the frenzy. And uh, he's got a lot of power to do that. Let's go to Kate. I'm sorry, Kay in Middletown. What's going on, Kay?
8: Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Thank you for for taking my call. Sure. Um, My uh, question is about a recommendation for a uh, printer for my Chromebook. Right. So, um, my Chromebook, I use it mostly for my financial accounts mm-hmm. and um initially, I was sending using the cloud to print to my um my computer at home mm-hmm. uh now I can't do that anymore, and um, I tried connecting it directly to the printer that I have, which is an h p um but it's not it's not printing for some reason, so I need a inexpensive black and white printer that I can use just to kind of print my financial documents.:
5: yeah, so Chromebook's a different operating system than Windows. Um, you were using the, the Google Cloud print is what you're trying yeah. to use? yeah, ironic you had to exit your network to print back to your local network. Um, I think it I think it actually did do that. Um, I can put up a... There's a New York Times article about it, but I can try to find another one. I couldn't tell you what specific printer is Chrome-friendly. Um, you know, it really comes down to if it's, if it's wireless and how it works wirelessly with your Chromebook. There's a lot of articles on this issue. I've got a Chromebook, too, that I don't even try to print from it because um, i got better things to do <laughs> uh, than fight with Chrome. Um, but it does cause issues. Um, so we can put some ideas up here for you, but I would tell you to look for HP. That would be the brand I'd have you look for. Okay. And you could probably go to a local Staples or Best Buy um, and look to see which ones are Chrome-capable. I don't know that there's a a way for us to search that. Bob, are you looking to try to find a Chrome-capable
1: printer? Okay, yeah. Let me uh, change my search. I said how to print from a Chromebook.
5: Yeah, we've got that already up there posted. There's a Verge article on that, but I think you know how to do that. Right, okay. Kay? You know how to print from a Chromebook, correct?
8: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: So she knows how to do it, but you just need a printer that'll do it. And your current printer stopped working? It just didn't. It wasn't
8: compatible. I tried yeah. to plug it directly into the printer, mm. and it, it just, nothing happened.
5: Yeah. How old is that printer?
8: Uh, mm. Pretty old? Oh, well, fairly. Yeah. You know, my husband is in charge of buying those
1: things, so I'm not exactly sure. That's okay. Sure. Maybe three? three I've got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've got an article here that says 10 best printer for Chromebooks, and it lists okay. 10.
5: Right, we'll find that for you. So I but I would, I would tell you to angle toward HP, uh, if they've okay. got HP there, and if you can, the angle toward laser, if it's not too expensive. Okay. Okay. Mm, all right. Can I wish I, we had more off the top of our head. Go ahead, Kay.
8: Can I ask one other yeah. um, quick question? Sure. Um, so I have a an iPhone seven. I'm mm-hmm. not into, big into like the latest and the greatest. Yeah. I keep getting these notifications for um, updating. Um, is it a good idea? Not a good idea.
5: You need to update. There's a what version of iOS are you running? Do you know?
8: I think it's eleven.
5: Oh, so. I'm not sure if this issue, this big security hack affected 11, um, but they were, there was a live act, there's there's basically a major issue with iPhones and iPads being wide open. And being used by hackers. Um, right. and there's a patch that has to go out there. I would tell you that yes, it's a good idea to update. I know you're a little timid about it because of some of the things that occur after you update an Apple device. And all of a sudden they make the device, you know, slow so that it saves the battery life and stuff like that. I don't blame you. Apple earned that on their own. Right. Um, but you should always update your iOS to be more current. There are always problems that need to be corrected and these updates generally produce less problems than more problems, so I tell you oh. to update it generally, right, Bob? Okay. Yep.
1: So, oh. I f- I found an HP laser printer um, online, couple locations for under hundred and thirty dollars. Okay. Oh, it's a laser Chromebook printer, HP.
5: Nice. Okay. Wow! All the it knocked off all the boxes. Nice. Oh,
8: okay. Oh, cool! It's right, on okay. it's on the website or
5: yep, it's it? on computertalkwithtab.com. We'll put a link up there for you. It's the name of the show.com. Okay, cool. All right, Kay.
8: All right. Thank you so much, you guys. are uh, the best. <laughs> thank you. All right. I- have a great day. You too. Okay,
5: bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, I don't think we have a long, uh, much time left to take another call. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this uh, Saturday morning. Uh, I want to thank Matt for producing over back in Farmington. I can't wait to get back in the Farmington studio because doing this remotely, is, it's worked, but it can be funky. Um, doing it all remotely, and it's going to be good to see Matt's face um, at some point. Whenever that is, Bob and I have been doing this since the whole COVID thing started. I don't know, Bob. We're probably not six feet apart, but somehow we've survived. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's been an interesting ride for for the past—I don't know how many months—and uh, hopefully it's over soon. I want to thank Mike G for producing every uh, for for posting everything out there for us. It's over on our Facebook page. If you like to have computer systems and Mark Zuckerberg deems the information worthy, it will get into your newsfeed. And, of course, we're over there on the stream over at WTIC's Facebook page, streaming live, so you can go ahead. And if you've missed anything, you can watch it there. Radio.com's got everything podcasted, so it's all there for you guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to us this morning.
1: See all you next week. week.